We, we've been making it work with two children out of a one bedroom and um, we decided that we don't want to do that anymore. So. <laughs> Welcome to Balancing Point Podcast, where you will experience the captivating world of professional ballet. On this show, you will hear what it takes to make it in the exclusive world. Each guest will share with you their struggles, their I've made it moments, and their advice for success. And ultimately, you will learn what it is really like to live your dream. Join your host, Kimberly Falker, and today's inspiring guests as they take you on a behind-the-scenes journey into ballet. Hello and welcome to Balancing Point Podcast. If you haven't listened to part one of my interview with Nell Shelby, please go back and take a listen to learn more about her career as a dance photographer, videographer, and filmmaker. Today I'm bringing you something totally new. I'm bringing you into the personal conversation that Nell and I had before we got into the meat of the interview. And I know I've referenced in the past interviews casual conversations that I've had with some of my guests. And what happens is usually before I start talking, we kind of chat a little bit more personally to get to know a lot more about each other. And it's always helped me kind of be able to feel more comfortable with the interviews. And in fact, many times our conversations wound up being so wonderful that by the end, I actually felt like I had made a new friend. And my conversation with Nell was a a perfect example of this. We wound up chatting for so long and I really truly felt by the end of the conversation or the interview that we had become friends and I think she felt the same way. But along the way, over the many interviews that I've done, many of you have actually reached out to me kind of asking a little bit more about the pre-conversation or uh, let me know that you are curious about what I talked about before the show. So I thought that as just a special bonus that Today, I would share with you my pre-conversation with Nell, where we actually dive into so many facets of our lives and kind of talk about the things that people talk about as mothers, as professionals, all the things that kind of go into <laughs> our lives. Um, and I think that you'll you'll find that it is interesting and potentially something that you'd like to hear in the future. So with that, welcome to the first ever Balancing Point Coffee Talk. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear any of your feedback. I'm like, I I could see you and I could hear you, but I couldn't, obviously you didn't hear me, but then I just called my husband for technical support and he said, do you have it on mute? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Do you want it to be video or um, uh, my, does it matter? W- since we moved, he never hooked up the camera again and I would okay. pretend to know how to do <laughs> Okay. No, that's that's fine. That's I mean it's better like on my phone it's a little <laughs> scary. <laughs> but on my phone it's a little bit scary, you know, to show to oh, I show know. video. It's never, <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> not yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, I have to look at myself the entire time. Well, what's fascinating is a lot of the um Dancers that I've interviewed have asked not to be not to do the video Skype because they just got back from rehearsals or whatever. I'm thinking oh, that yeah. you, in your worst, you're more beautiful than most people. So I know exactly. It's so true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh and my gosh. I think it just I made is I didn't realize that if 
their video wasn't on, but mine was. They could still see me, even though I could right. see them. <laughs> and so one guy I was interviewing, this is in the very beginning of this whole project, and mm-hmm. um, it was Regold, and he's kind of an icon in the world of dance and um, more in the competition world, but he, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know he could see me, and so I asked a question, <laughs> and my question came out really stupid so i made this really stupid face (laughs) oh no (laughs) later way later down the road at the very end of the conversation he said well you you know something asked about like are you scandinavian because you're so blonde i'm like oh my gosh you could see (laughs) oh my gosh that is so funny because that's like did i do this whole time I know, I know, because it's weird. You totally act a little bit differently when you know that you're, like, being videoed as opposed to... Thank goodness you didn't, like, roll your eyes or do something, you know. pick my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I had someone, when I was interviewing interns at Jacob's Pillow, I had someone, you know, it was international, so we were Skyping, and she wanted to just keep her video on, and I didn't have mine on. I was like, I want to turn my video off, and she just like kept it on. So it was a little strange because I was like looking at her the whole time, but she couldn't see me. And that was another thing that's in the very beginning. I didn't realize till after a couple of interviews that I needed to tell people that the product or the you know the interview that goes out to iTunes was not going to be video, just audio, because mm-hmm. a couple of dancers, you could tell, really put themselves together. and Oh, yeah. <laughs> These are things that you don't know until you know. <laughs> right. I know. Exactly. Until you just think through, like, every single step. <laughs> or you make the mistakes, and then you learn. <laughs> Believe me, that's happened to me many times over 12 years of having my business. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy we're finally able to connect. I do apologize for the many hiccups along the way. Oh, no, it was I feel like it was totally my fault. I'm so sorry. No, no, I think that we each had life happening. <laughs> yeah. Did you move to California? Or we did moved you move- to Florida. Um, we to used Florida, to okay. Minnesota and we moved to Florida for a couple of reasons. One was um, the weather. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a smart reason. Um, I'm originally I'm a, a native Floridian. So my whole family is still down here. And so I hadn't lived down here for, you know, 25 some odd years. But um so that was a part of it, but crazy as it is, a huge um, reason behind our move was my my daughter, who's an aspiring ballerina, which is kind of mm-hmm. the reason this whole podcast project got started. Uh-huh. And um, she's she's fifteen, and she's at that place in time where she needs that next level. And, yeah. Um, so it kind of worked out to be something that worked in many ways, you know, being able to be around my family. And that. so is there a good school in Florida? Yes. For her to go um, to? The uh-huh. Patel Conservatory, who um, the artistic director is actually it's next generation ballet is kind of the subsidiary. Oh, but okay. Um, the artistic director is Peter Stark and he um, danced with New York city ballet. He's kind of had a rich history as an artistic director in a couple of different locations. But what seems to be happening with this particular program, he's kind of, this is my personal opinion. It's he's kind of looking at it more from a business standpoint and l- kind of analyzing the dancers as to what their best next steps could be, whether it be college mm-hmm. or particular companies. And so he kind of looks at the dancers as an indiv- individual, like your body type, your, you know, it's not nearly as scientific as that, but he seems to really put more of a business thought into it, which I'm impressed by because, y- you know, with your world of of life in in dance that 
you know, a lot of times you hear information that is somewhat antiquated or else it's like right. a cookie cutter information. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm trying to help understand all the different options, you know, from an academic as well as a professional, et cetera. But yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of tricky and it, it's ever changing, I think, too. And that's part of what I think he does a decent job at in trying to understand it from more of an um, academic standpoint, which I like that part. And then obviously the the fact that my family lives here helps. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but that helps so much. I know my mom lives here, so it helps with my two children a lot and my sister, but um, she's in Brooklyn, which is like a whole nother world for Manhattan. So it's, what'd you say? You live right in Manhattan? I do. I live, um, we live on 110th in Central Park West, but we're actually moving to Riverdale, which is in the Bronx, if you're familiar with the New York City area. So we've been making it work with two children out of a one bedroom. And um, we decided that we don't want to do that anymore. So funny because we were in New York over the summer. Um, my daughter attended uh, SAB, and um, oh, so we stayed. My husband and I um, and my son stayed for as long as we could. We never saw her, but it was more for our own selfish reasons. Yeah. But we rented through Airbnb a oh, one good. bedroom. Oh, um, you did. Where was it? It was right off of Washington Square Park, oh. right NYU area. Nice. And, uh, the family has two children and they it, it was interesting because it was kind of fun to pretend could we ever make something like this work a one bedroom with two kids and what did you after think? <laughs> after a while we're like well I, I could do it when they were littler but yeah once you're kind of hit that you know pre-tween the tween and the teen stage they need a little bit more privacy oh, but definitely if, if, if so it's you, all they ever know it's all they ever know right right exactly so you have a girl and a boy also yeah 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 and so your girls that you have too yeah, my Gracie is six and Jack is eleven months. Okay. So, oh, fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's easier now, but like, it it just. I mean, now my daughter is like, you know, we all slept in the same room. She had like a loft bed and everything, and right. Um. But then once we got back from Jacob's pillow, she was like, "Mommy, I want to sleep on the couch." So she's been sleeping on the couch since September because. She doesn't want to hear Jack cry if he ever like wakes up. And um, so, and then, but then now she's in this phase where she's a little bit like scared of everything. Um, you know, just scared that like the boogie monster is going to come out and yeah, get her. Yeah, that's something. the age where all of a sudden the world becomes real. Oh yeah. And that's, do, do your kids go to Waldorf? Cause you just sounded like a Waldorf parent. Oh <laughs> no, but the, I probably should have the way yeah. that I think. But, you know. Yeah, the way that you just said that, I was like, because Gracie goes to Waldorf, and and her teacher literally said to me, she's like, that's exactly like what she said. <laughs> so, but now she wants like, one of I, us to sleep on the couch with her. So now, like, you yeah. know, we're like two of us are sleeping, or I'm sleeping on the couch with Gracie, and it's like, no, we're not going to do this much longer. Well, right now, we're living in an apartment down here, because we rented our house in Minnesota. It, The whole decision to come down here was somewhat sudden. You know, even we went to Pippin the other day, and I was thinking, you know, there's a little boy in Pippin. It's like, you know, how yeah. is it? I mean, I, I bet his family lives here in New York City. That's so, right. but maybe not. And they're probably not from there. Yeah, maybe yeah. they don't live. And maybe they're just here, like, you you know, your daughter came for a f- month or whatever to be at SAB. Like, maybe, you know, I know that a lot mm-hmm. of people, a lot of people do that. So, right. um, so I think. If you look at, like, Tyler Peck's history, and she, you know, was in Music Man, and she lived in New York with her grandma. You know, yeah. so it's kind of a, 
or there's so many different unique stories. You know, Jessica Lang was talking about her mom who worked double shifts as a nurse and would drive down to New York from Pennsylvania to let her take classes and sleep in the car. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, didn't, like, okay, I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, listen to that interview. It's interesting. Oh, I, I should. And then Jacques Soto was, you know, he came here all the way from, what was it, like New Mexico or something and lived by yeah. himself. You know, I, I don't think he lived right. by himself. I mean, he lived with other kids at SAD, but... Um, yeah, but, but still, I don't know if you saw his documentary that Gwendolyn Cates made of him like years ago, but it's, um, it's really interesting. Um, yeah, it, it seems as if everybody, and so that's the interesting thing is that all along, I just kind of did the non crazy parent thing. I would drop, you know, I, I'd let the studio take care yeah. of her. And then all of a sudden it, it's shifted. And so my mantra is never say never. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Never about- so true. Well, speaking of never say never, I, I told my mother lives in Riverdale. So she, she lives um, on the third floor of the building that we're buying in and, and we're moving to the fifth floor. And, and um, I, she's lived there for nine years. And I said, I will never move to Riverdale. I will never leave Manhattan. I will never, ever leave Manhattan. And then here we are. Going. I think the second you say, I never do anything. Yeah, it comes back to exactly. It's like, oh, <laughs> because really? I remember years ago saying I would never move away before for a year round program. Well, and find it within herself. But I don't know, you know, I don't know. But you're so lucky that there's something where your family is. Exactly. And that's the only reason yeah. I came together. And then the other thing is that my husband works for himself out of the house. So he's very, yeah, oh, that's good. But what I was saying about the apartment is we're now in an apartment. It's like, it's, it's a new life. And both my kids have a lot of homework, but my son is able to do it after school with sports and such. He's, just turned 13, but my daughter got into this trainee program. So now she's dancing till like eight at night. And then she goes to a, a prep school. And so it's kind of neat. The re- excuse me, the reason it worked was that they allow her to go to school half time. And then they take her over on a golf cart to her training program. Oh, my program. gosh. Wow. The other ballerinas, it's really cute. They like go over this river mm. and they drop them off at the conservatory. So it's really kind of a perfect fit. But, um, she has a heck of a lot of homework. So she starts her homework late at night and goes super late at night, but it affects the entire apartment. Oh, because she's up. <laughs> because she's up and, you know, she's taking showers and lights are on. And, you know, she's a typical teenager who doesn't think about anybody else but herself. Right. So. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's like, I oh. can't bet it's going to be a whole new world. I can't even imagine that right now. But, <laughs> but I couldn't imagine her but being sick either. They are at like, Three and four is what they will be at th- 13 and 14 and 15, like all the little yeah. things. It's like, it's very fascinating because she's very familiar in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I, I know that I'm, I'm just awaiting the drama of, I get these little videos from my daughter. Like I was at a shoot last night and Gracie um, sent me a video from my husband's phone and it was like, mommy, I really miss you. You need to come home right now. I'm very tired. Aww. Daddy will not let me play with Joseph. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And I showed it to my other videographers and they were like, drama. You're in trouble. <laughs> You're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. But well, now, like, my daughter's at the age where I'll be giving her a little like, lecture on the way to school and she's like, Mom right now you're not sounding very mature what you need to think about is gosh adult here like she's very logical sometimes and when she's not drama filled then she then she speaks the truth yeah yeah she she gets it and 
she's like, you're you're veering off topic here. You started yeah, talking about my bed. That is so what's going to happen to me. <laughs> like, Whoa. Oh, my gosh. That is so... so She's like, you can't cover everything in a short car ride. What you need to do is if you only want to talk about how I need to get to bed early, then let's just discuss that and not the rest of the oh, stuff. Oh, my. I love that. That is so. I'm like, okay, on one hand, I'm impressed. On the other hand, I'm like, should I tell her that she's being really right, obnoxious and rude? Right there. I know. I know. Mine ours is like, I don't know where this started. And I think it was probably when Gracie was three. But she calls us out on our tone all the time. Mommy, your tone is not nice. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I remember about the same age, um, Cosette would be like, you are so angry. Why are you so angry? Why are you yelling at me? And I am i hadn't raised my voice. I said, I'm not yelling at you. She said, but your tone of voice it's is right. yelling at me. I'm like, oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> I know, these little ones, they like teach us lessons constantly. <laughs> What's your son's Jack. name? Yeah. Aww. Yeah, so he's fun. a very sweet boy. That's kind of fun to have a little bit of a space in between because I think you probably appreciate it a little yeah, bit Yeah, I do. And the the, the five-year gap, I mean, I think it, like, really works for our life just because, you know, I'm out a lot at night. It shoots and everything. So it was just, like, the one to so, – so I was still, you know, continuing to – I mean, I'm still building my business. But, like, with Gracie, I was still really building my business. And she was a preemie, so she came three months early. So I had to practically shut down my business and – and Aww. then, um, and then when she, you know, and then I was working a lot at night, she had a lot of babysitters and only having, I, I just don't see how I would have done two, like within that period of time. And then I built a team and have a lot more people working for me. So when Jack came, then, um, I was able to like keep my business going and, um, delegate things out. And yeah, so that helped just like business wise. But then I think it also is nice with the two of them. Like they just, um, I mean, Gracie seems to just, I mean, she just thinks he's like the cutest thing that ever, you know. Yeah, she appreciates it because she's yeah. older versus just the intrusion on your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what I know because I was talking to a mom at her school today and she said, oh, my son does not want me to have another baby because he's so over her, his sister, like wanting to play with him and everything. And she's like two years younger. So, um, but oh, I don't really, funny. you know, Gracie would probably love me to have another baby. So, already. Oh, I know. My, my kid's even still like, okay, are we officially all done? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I mean, I think that my, my son would have loved to have a younger sibling, but it just didn't work out time-wise. Yeah. yeah. You know, with every year, it's more potential for problems. Yeah. You know? I mean, they even say that, like, once you at 40 but there's so many women in New York that have had babies like up mm-hmm. until 45 like my friend who is a dancer she just had a baby at 44 and I mean yeah. she tried for a long time like it was one of those things where she was a client of mine and she'd come over to my house and um you know she'd see Gracie or see pictures of her or whatever and you could tell it would make her sad and then she Aww. finally got pregnant so wow. yeah which was which was great but and had the baby like at 44 so pretty impressive yeah i mean i think that i think that it is far more common because medical technology is so much more advanced than ever before but at the same time you know i think that um i don't know i for me i have to you know never not never (laughs) it's it's important to to be appreciative of what i have versus what i pictured to be type of thing because that can get you so caught off guard you know right exactly 
because I didn't get married till I was later on purpose because I wanted to do a lot of things by myself on my own. So, you know, it's like I think there's a, <laughs> some benefit, but also with that comes sacrifices. So it's like, well, when you start later, then you have less options, which is fine. I mean, two is great. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Are you? I'm just not a symmetrical person, so I always picture an, an odd number. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I know, I know. I come from three, so it's sort of... Yeah. What you think, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Are 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 you a dancer? There is I am not. It's, it's I've got a No, mm-hmm. I'm not. Um I was a dancer wannabe mm-hmm. and somewhere in my path um I was told that I was too petite to be a dancer, so Oh my gosh, I love it. I didn't, which Jeez. is kind of yeah. silly, you know. But something within me wasn't you know, wasn't driven enough to to go there. You know, I just did an interview yesterday with a girl from Russia who danced with the English National Ballet and she was told that she never could be a dancer because she had been a gymnast and here she is a soloist. So, you know, I asked her what was the, what caused you not to listen to that advice and she said because I wanted Mm -hmm. it. So, you know, obviously I didn't have it in me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But it's interesting because I did also interview somebody that, um, who said, I think that, because she's not a dancer, but she has a nonprofit program for dancers. And um, she said, I think that if you, that if dance is within you, you'll find a way to make it a part of your life. So that's kind of a fascinating right. process because the the project of the podcast now isn't as much, if any, to do with my daughter. It's more just because I'm so fast you know it's kind of right. taking its own direction in the very beginning it was kind of more of a research project for uh-huh. me <laughs> but then now it's and, and then also I thought oh this would be beneficial for her to hear advice and she hasn't listened to <laughs> one of them so. I love it oh my gosh that's so funny <laughs> and so she wants me to like do the cliff notes right like this is yeah every once in a while you just creep out little stories which probably is great and makes more sense for her anyway Right, because I just told her, I said, I can't believe, I said, I was just listening, or when I was just doing the interview yesterday, the the words of wisdom that she gave for auditions was so perfect. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to listen to it. And she's like, yeah, could you just maybe, like, pull out that sound bite and <laughs> give it to me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But I don't think that she really cares to have me in her ear any more than she already right. does. <laughs> Nagging away. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And it was interesting also over the summer because we were in New York and I met up with some of my previous guests and like, you know, had opportunities to like sit and talk with them. And I was thinking that she'd be all about wanting to meet some people too. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, I actually know these people now that you could say hi to if you wanted to. She's like, no, I got to go set up my dorm. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) So, I mean, but. You know, at 14, you don't, you don't really understand, you know, I, I think that later in her life, she's like, why didn't I want to go and no, do that? No, I know. You know. I mean, people like Gracie has met so many famous dancers at this point in her life. Like people are always like, like, you know, she's had her picture taken with Misty Copeland. She's like friends with Tyler Peck. Yeah. She plays with Robbie yeah. Fairchild's dog. Like she, Wendy Whalen, yeah. her BFFs. And like, it's like, yeah. we can't even, you know, people are like, does she? get that she's like with these people and she does actually get really excited about like oh mommy I want to see Tyler Peck like you know she gets excited about that um you know because I'll talk it up like you know she's a dancer like you love ballet and blah 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 
but um but i mean i just can't even i mean she has no clue like what she which is yeah nice. which is good yeah Clearly, like i've heard interviews with like some of the hollywood stars they're like do they ever watch you in the movie yeah. you know it's like no they haven't put it yeah. together <laughs> which is great you know that's kind of what you want i'd rather i would be really probably um it'd probably change my decision about doing what i'm doing if she was for instance over the summer bragging and saying well my yeah mom, you know or anything like that not that i've done anything huge but at the same time You're talking to people i mean yeah i'm talking well like when she went to saratoga um Megan Fairchild was going to give me a pair of signed point shoes for a little contest thing. And we were supposed to meet in person. It didn't work out. So anyway, she met my daughter at the stage door to give her the shoes just because it was like a, a way to get them to me. And she said that like everybody just couldn't believe it. Like, how did you get those? So I was like, okay, finally, you maybe like understand it's kind of cool what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that is And good. then she also said. I think it's a good to say. I mean, she said yeah. that. um. No, she was just saying that it was fascinating in her suite or in her dorm, like there was eight of them. She said that, she said, you know what? That they all say that they listen to you. And I didn't let on that it was you. <laughs> said, oh, really? I don't Well, care. I think that's probably you know, how I, a lot of, I mean, isn't that how, like what you were saying, like how the, the um, Hollywood stars, like their kids, like yeah. they, it's like you're yeah. on TV, what? Like, yeah. 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 yeah I think exactly. it, I think it is, I think it is better. I think it is better that way. I'd, I'd prefer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wendy Whalen, I mean, she's like, you know, the most humble person I've ever met in my life. Like if we all could just remain. That's humble. exactly. I don't know if you ever <laughs> have, probably don't have any time, but I did just write and it's not like I'm this fabulous writer, but I do like writing just for fun, but I don't do enough blog posts as I should just because the rest of it takes so much time. But I did do a recent post on her and that was exactly my message is, I think her legacy for aspiring dancers lies less in her dancing, even though that's yeah. huge, but less in her dancing, more in her, she is. Mm -hmm. in the fact that she is approachable, remained humble. And so many people that I've talked to consider her a good friend. So you have to be a good person for like people from every rank to say, and she's really a nice right, person. Right, we all feel you know, like so her best friend. I mean, when I was doing the films on her, it was like, and even still, I mean, when we, we XO each other all the time and. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's funny because then when you, when I was at her last show, I was sitting behind, um, her friend, Adam Barrett, that she went to SAB with and it's like their BFFs. And, and I feel like Wendy is, is, um, you know, definitely not a BFF, but definitely a friend. Yeah. But I, and, and so, that. and I'm like, oh my gosh, she is, so, she has so many, I mean, she has 2,500 friends. Everybody felt like they were best friends with her in the room that yeah. night. Yeah. You know, but she was. Yeah. And I was doing a interview in Lincoln Center Plaza with Caitlin Gilliland and we were doing it live and, um, she came walking over to, to Caitlin they're hugging, talking and, I could see it right there. And so she said, I'm sorry to interrupt the interview, but you can't not stop and say hi to Wendy because, you know, she's like everybody's yeah. best friend. So it's like, you know, she kind of said it so perfectly. But anyway, that's why I wrote a, a blog post because it's to me, if I could talk to her parents and her and figure oh out gosh. like, how did they that do that? That is exactly what I like have. I mean, I said that to her one time. I even said, I was like, can your mom just tell us what they did? <laughs> what she did to you to like make you this way. I mean, I ran into her on, um, I had actually, it was like very serendipitous because I had just bought tickets, um, 
for like my husband and my anniversary to go see her um, like three days before I also went to see her last show. So I had like just picked up my tickets and bought tickets and then I was walking and I ran into her on like Broadway and 57th street. And we talked for a while. And then there was like this, this young, like she probably was like 13 years old that I, we could see her off there and she walked up. She's like, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but are you Wendy Whalen? And, and I was like, this is Wendy. And um, we were all like sort of making, you know, we were just laughing and everything. And she's like, Oh my gosh, it's so nice to meet you. And she's like, no, this is Nell Shelby. She's, she's like, she is um, a world-class filmmaker. Like she, she was like, this is Nell. You should meet Nell. And I was like, Okay, so first of all, and I said to the 13-year-old, I was like, first of all, this is why Wendy is so amazing, because she just put everything back on me, like, instead. I know it was so sweet, and the 13-year-old could care less. She was just like, can I have a picture with you? She's like, get away now, Shelby. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty funny. But I guarantee you, when she watches films now, she'll notice her name. Yeah, maybe, so I don't know. No, for sure. You know, it's not that that matters, but but I see what you're saying with the Wendy thing and that's that's exactly what it just struck me that that's what I wanted to say because I feel like gosh if I could take a piece of that and implant it into my child just to know that it's gonna work out yeah 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 definitely I mean (laughs) and just like her final bows which you probably saw like the New York Times videos and um they were yeah I mean she just was so so I mean I hadn't been to any retirement shows before so I don't no, I mean, everyone told me, oh, you're going to love it. There's so much. Um, but I, I mean, well, it's like that guy that um, he does it as a hobby. But I interviewed him, Kent Becker. He has a whole website, um, Curtain Calls for Dancers. Mm-hmm. And all he does is, you know, he's got a, a real life job like a, in the finance world day to day. But as a hobby, he started up taking curtain calls. Oh, my gosh. And so over the years, he's wound up taking many of the final bows and they're fascinating to watch the curtain calls because what what we talked about in the interview is that you can see the emotion of the dancer not not when they're retiring but regular days where it's like you can almost see did they have a good show Mm -hmm. or not you know it's it's very it's kind of a um a true representation of their moment it's very interesting kind of emotional oh my gosh little snapshot i could give them a lot of video yeah so it's curtain calls for dancing (laughs) yeah it'd be kind of a fun little hobby but he started off with just abt and now he's kind of started branching out a little bit but oh it's so interesting yeah yeah he's oh gosh those curtain calls like you know i i i've just really christopher and i my husband and i have just become really into new york city ballet probably in the last three or four years once i declared to my business coach that my dream would be to make films on wendy whalen um, then, you know, well, and it came, came true. true and, and then I need to hire your business. Coach. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll tell you about her. She was really great. But, um, but anyway, we just, you know, got into New York city ballet, like the last, the last few years. And, the, um, so I hadn't gone to a ton of shows before, but now we've been going to more and those curtain calls, like, I don't know if you've been to a city ballet show, but I they, haven't. I mean, you know, they do the normal curtain call and they do that like three times and then the curtains close and then someone, I mean, they have it down to a system opens, you know, a little part of the curtain and then sort of like the leads of that, whatever dance was just danced, then come out and bow at the edge of the stage downstage, like again. And so like for every dance, I mean, literally the curtain call is like, five minutes it feels like or maybe even more That's so yeah cool. it's it's definitely feels very I mean 
it's a difference. I mean, I do so much of it's part of the performance. Yeah, it's part of the right? performance. I mean, I do so much of like downtown dance and and modern dance, and and it's just yeah. so interesting to see the difference between the ballet world and then the the down. You know, last night the show I shot was at Dance Space downtown, and like they came out, did a very nice bow, did a very nice bow again, yeah. and then they were gone, and the house lights came up. But it was more stereotypical. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, it's fun. Like, um, I've the interesting thing is in this journey to realize that I really haven't seen anybody perform you know, the, over the years because you know when my daughter first got into it, really just it just was more of a um, what you do with your child is you drop them off. You know, no different than. My son being involved in soccer, I've not gone to the professional soccer right. games either. You know, so it's, it's it, I'm not, even though I love ballet, I've never really been exposed mm-hmm. to it much other than the growth of having a child in it. But um, so over the summer, I had the opportunity because I had interviewed um, Sarah Daly from Alvin mm-hmm. Ailey and she texted and said, I have a couple extra tickets. Can you come to the matinee? And so we were actually setting my daughter's dorm up and so we I said come on let's go and so we ran down I'd never even been inside the David Cook theater Mm. before and I was just blown away but their their curtain calls were just so much fun the energy was so high and it really was thoughtfully put together and it just like it made you want to cry it was so fun like you didn't want it to end and their talent level was just oh those Ailey dancers they're like you know yeah they're like not human I mean, same with even the Taylor dancers, like we saw my friend dances with Paul Taylor. And um, so we saw Taylor at the Coke. Finally, I finally got my husband and I to see them at the Coke. And I just looked at I was like, these dancers are not I mean, their bodies are so gorgeous. Like they're not human. Like they're just another world. It was so it was just so amazing. And so, yeah, I, I need to see more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You should just hang out. Your daughter should could do SAB again, and then you could just hang out and go see a bunch of shows. But that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to steer whatsoever, but I certainly... Because <laughs> it was so much fun. I got to go twice last summer, but each, you know, on each end, I wound up being able to spend time with some of the people that I'd interviewed, and I felt like I actually knew them. And, you know, you, it was really fun. Yeah. It was a, a fun bonus to everything that I you know it was interesting because she had gone there this summer before as well and it was interesting to see the the difference of the two summers because the first summer it was you know you're so green it was so like eye-opening and really fun I, I'd been to New York before but not in that way but then the next year to feel more familiar and actually have had made somewhat of a connection or friendship with people, yeah you know yeah it was really yeah. fun it was a fun oh summer. that's great that's great And thanks again for listening to the first ever Balancing Point Coffee Talk. Uh, As you saw, fairly unedited, I did take out a couple of things that might have revealed too much of our personal stuff, but for the most part, it really was an authentic conversation with two people that share uh, a certain interest, which in this case is dance and being parents. Again, if you have any comments or feedback on this particular show, I'd love to hear it. You can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, and certainly send me an email. Um, Facebook and Twitter are Balancing Point, P-O-I-N-T-E, and uh, my Gmail account is Balancing Point, 
at gmail.com. And until next time, hope you have a great day.